All right, you're watching Tech with Tina today. I'm very excited. I've got a special guest. Her name is Jane McGonigal. She's the author of Reality is Broken, Why Games Make Us Better and How They Can Change the World. So gamers, this one is for you. She's joining me via Skype from San Francisco. Jane, welcome. Now, first of all, just to add some street cred here, you're actually a game designer. Talk about that. Yeah, I've been designing games for 10 years now. I work in a field called alternate reality games. So they can kind of combine the best of video games with real world action. The kind of biggest one I worked on was called I Love Bees, yeah. which we <laughs> made for the launch of Halo 2. That was my first big one and uh, have since made them for the International Olympics, the Summer Olympics in Beijing, for uh, the World Banks, so lots of games that kind of merge reality with awesome gaming. Well then let's get right into it. How can games actually make us better people? Right, well, so I've been looking at more than 10 years of research that shows that when we play a lot of games, it actually changes the way we really think and the way we really feel. When we play games, we're tapping into this natural ability that we have to be more determined, more optimistic, more cooperative, more likely to set ambitious goals, more likely to not give up in the face of failure, and to really try to achieve something extraordinary. And when we play games, as often as many gamers do now, most gamers rack up more than 10,000 hours of gaming by the age of 21, yeah. this really changes our heroic potential. It's, it's an incredible sort of cognitive ability and, and emotional ability to aspire to extraordinary things and to stick with them until we actually achieve what we want to achieve. Now, I was listening to you um, and, and your lecture at TED, and you were talking about how it can, as you do in the book, how it can actually change the world, though. That's yeah. not reality, right? How do we actually change the world in reality? Yeah, so it's a couple of things. First of all, it's just learning how to bring that natural ability that games unlock in us to our real lives. So we start to approach problems in our lives or real goals that we have with the mindset of a gamer. So that's what the first third of my book is about. What are the four qualities of a gamer mindset? And then how do you go out into your real life and look to achieve them? But then we can also take it a step further. We can make games that actually connect you to real world-changing problems, um, games that help you work with scientists, help you work with entrepreneurs, games that give you a chance to do something that actually matters. How do you prove to people, and what is the audience reaction when you say, no, games can actually make the world a better place, when you've got congressmen and councilmen and all these people in uproar saying, no, they're violent, they make it a, a, a bad place? Yeah, now the good news is all the scientific research is on the side of the gamers. So I've tried to dig up as much as I can just to show people the truth about what games are doing to us. So just for example, the fact that we like and trust somebody more after we play a game with them, even if they beat us, that it actually makes us closer. So we can think about when you're playing games at home with your friends, with the family, that this is actually building up social relationships in a way that matters, that it's the opposite of antisocial that is actually one of the best ways that you can actually learn to trust somebody more and to really build up your relationship. We even see studies that show that playing games like Rock Band or Guitar Hero make you more likely to pick up a real instrument in real life and learn how to play it. So it's not like we're just escaping from reality or avoiding it. We're actually using games as a springboard for real goals, real relationships, and, and real epic wins. But there are also games that allow us to tackle real problems. One of my favorite games this year that does that is called Fold It. And it's yeah. a game that allows you to work in a 3D environment, solving really cool puzzles. They're kind of like a combination of 
like Rubik's Cube and Tetris, but if there were like 20,000 different shapes yeah. or sides. And uh, earlier this year, 57,000 gamers were actually listed as co-authors on a scientific paper for Nature Journal about curing cancer wow. because the scientists who made the game proved that the gamers were better at coming up with new ways to fold virtual proteins that could potentially create medicines to cure cancer and Alzheimer's. They were better than supercomputers, that their creativity outbeat the best scientific methods that we have today. Now that's an amazing thing for a gamer with no background yeah. in biochemistry to beat out a supercomputer and to be listed as a co-author in the most prestigious journal in the world for science. Um, yeah. And these are fun games yeah. that you can play online, just like we play favorite video games, but they actually give you a chance to do something that really matters in the real world. Yeah, I think uh, curing cancer, that would be one of those top priorities for sure. Gamers, you officially have a gift for your parents or anyone else that questions if games change the world or make it a better place. Jane, where can people find more information about the book, you and your research? Well, we've actually set up a secret headquarters online for gamers and game developers who want to change the world. And it's called Gameful. That's like playful, but with a game. And the URL is gameful.org. And you should come and hang out with some of the most creative game designers and creative gamers in the world. Well, and, and also, what's your gamer tag before we let you go? Oh, Hunky McMonseth. Hunky McMonseth. We'll put that in the URL for you guys. <laughs> Thanks for watching Tech with Tina. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>